Unless otherwise indicated, Ratchet Book Club is intended for a mature audience. Viewer discretion is greatly advised. Welcome to Ratchet Book Club, where we read hood classics and good classics. I'm Derek. 916-633-1537, Ratchet and Ratchet at gmail.com, Ratchet Book Club on Twitter, Ratchet Book Club on Facebook. Chapter 17, Charmaine. Time was flying by so fast, and nothing was changing. Though things remained amicable between me and Bricks, we still hadn't resolved our unspoken issues. You mean like you cheating on him constantly with his son? Is that unspoken? I'm pretty sure for safety purposes, that's unspoken. And by the way, the safety purpose is your safety. Because the niggas from the streets, and this is a hood classic, so somebody would get got. As they say on um, Ghostface Killers Back Like That song, my girl cousins... They gonna rock you. He insisted that he was just caught up in work. He had goals that he wanted to accomplish, so he often placed himself in the company of professionals that had been in the game of real estate for years. He wanted to learn the ins and outs, the tricks of the trade to grow his company. I respected him for it, but at the same time, we needed to get back on track. Because whether he knew it or not, we were getting married in February. It was the middle of October and time for his family to have their annual camping trip. I was hoping that once we took this trip in a few weeks, we could rekindle our love. I browsed through Tia's social media pages to see her work. Well, initially, I was just browsing being nosy because I wanted to see who this girl was and why Major was so attached to her. Besides being cute, there wasn't anything else too thrilling about her except her braiding skills. The life she portrayed on social media was rather boring to me. I guess to men, they didn't care as long as she was visually pleasing. And from the looks of it, whenever she posted a selfie or a full body picture, she got hundreds of likes. Maybe that was why Major was so obsessed with her. Tia did have body, and it impressed me that Bricks didn't ogle her whenever she was around. I guess I was enough and all he needed. I like to think that at least. Tia, however, was skillful when it came to braiding. She was one of the best I had seen thus far. Her tuck game was immaculate, her parting was precise, and creativity unmatched. I didn't understand why this girl was small-timing and not in her own shop somewhere. So yes, I decided that Tia would do my braids when I went on this camping trip, but in the meantime, Mercedes wanted her hair done first. She asked Tia if she could do some small, booty-length, ombre black and orange knotless braids, and because we were family, she made an exception for us and let Mercedes come over on Sunday. Girl, I really appreciate this, I told her. At this point, she was about 25% in. 
She had to keep stopping because she was trying to cook her Sunday dinner, which was smelling good. It's no problem, she murmured as she diligently worked on Mercedes' head. Studying the neatness and consistency of each completed braid thrown traveling down Mercedes' back, I asked, Why aren't you working in a shop somewhere? I don't know. She fire, Mercedes exclaimed happily. Why don't you consider opening up your own shop? Girl, you really could make a name for yourself as the best braider in Jewel City. I'm thinking about it, she mumbled. Mercedes added, Man, Tia, everybody would be trying to get in with you. You ought to do it. Mm, she reflected. I'm not licensed yet, but I just started JCCC's natural hair program. I enrolled just in time, too. It's only five months and I can sit for the state board exam. Why haven't you been having your license, Tia? I playfully scolded. Uh, I don't know. Although I always did hair when I was in school. I mean, even when I was in sixth grade. I never wanted to make a career out of it. I just did it as a hobby and a way to make money on the side. It wasn't until about two years ago I started doing this as a means to sustain a living. It's worked for the most part. At one point, I had really thrown myself into it and was making a killing. I'm going to slow down now, but it looks like I'm going to have to go at it again because Major, ooh, I swear. What do you mean? Nothing. I was nosy and curious, so I pressed. Nah, go ahead, girl. Get it off your chest. Mercedes snickered. Mommy, you so nosy. Tia sighed before expressing. I thought I could relax and Major would supplement my income from doing hair, but he hasn't been worth shit. Major? I kind of had a feeling Major wasn't the most upstanding guy he tried to make me believe he was, which is why I would never want to leave bricks for his ass. But let Major tell it, he was that dude. He made it seem like he was always there for his baby mamas. Yes, Major. I'm even embarrassed to have to admit it, but Major doesn't help out that much financially. I gotta figure shit out by myself most of the time. I was genuinely confused. So, he didn't help you out when you were facing eviction? He was supposed to, but then all of a sudden he didn't have the money. I mean, yeah, it was my fault for getting in that predicament and not knowing the whole process of how these apartments did things, but damn, I thought he'd come through for me with the rest of what I needed. Wow, that nigga could have given Tia the money he spent on my aunt's pills that day. So, all he'd be worrying about paying is his car note, I asked. <laughs> he'd be needing help with that most of the time. I was paying for both of our cars plus insurance at one point. But I ain't now. That shit is over. Damn. Wait till I tell Bricks this shit. He was right. His son was trifling. Now the one thing he'll spend his money on is clothes and shoes. For some reason, that nigga need to be shitty every day. Even if he's just going to the store down the street. What the fuck does that mean? He needs to be shitty every day? What? Shining every day, I can see. You know, and... Um, stunning every day, stunting every day, but shitty every day just seems like a, uh, just a, a typo of epic proportions. He showed do, Mercedes interjected. Really? I just didn't take Major for being that kind of person. I thought he was like bricks, I remarked. Nothing like bricks, she said. Wait, how would she know? What do you mean, I asked. Oh, it just seems like he's about his business and his family. Major's about himself. I nodded in agreement. Yeah, you're right. If Bricks was any other way, I wouldn't be with him. 
That man is everything, although sometimes he be in his little ways. They don't be deal breakers or nothing, but they could be irking. She chuckled. How? Like, he seems cool. Mercedes said, he is. Mama just tripping. I explained, most of the time he is, but he be having his little man period sometimes. I just stay out of his way. And once he's all whatever it is, he's back to being his sweet self. Must be nice, she sang. Where's Major now, I asked. She sighed heavily. In Oaktown, seeing his son. Really? Without Major admitting it, from what I pieced together, I knew he had a bitch in Oaktown. Yep, nigga swore he was going to do things differently. Only for him to look at me this past Friday when he got off from work to tell me he had to go check on his son. Because the boy's mama was having some kind of domestic shit going on. Apparently, little Major was worried that he was going to be taken away. I was baffled. So, why didn't he just bring the boy up here? That's what I said, she exclaimed. She completed a braid and said, Hold on, let me go check on my food real quick. Sure, I said, and took the opportunity to check my phone. I sent Bricks a text. What do you feel like eating tonight? Then I sent Major a text. You're a trip. Why you be doing tea like that? Major, FYM, fuck you mean. Me to Major, several laughing emojis. Bricks, I don't know. What do you feel like eating? Meet a bricks. IDK, I don't know. But the food Tia cooking over here smells so damn good. Major, what'd she say about me? Meet a major. Why you be leaving her all the time? She's sad. Bricks, oh yeah. How long y'all think y'all gonna be over there? Meet a bricks. A couple more hours at least. Bricks, okay. Major, she be alright. What B done said about that apartment situation? Major really wasn't shit. He had hit up Bricks earlier in the month inquiring about his other rental properties being available or vacant soon. When Bricks asked him why he was asking, Major told him that he was considering getting him and his sons their own little spot because Tia be tripping sometimes. He didn't want her constantly threatening to put him out when they got into it. He wanted his own spot to fall back on. I wondered if this would be something that he told Tia about or if he would keep it a secret. Meet a Major. He said he would look into it. Major, if he come through, you gonna kick with me sometimes? Me. Thinking face emoji. Dang, that food smelled good, Mercedes uttered. I chuckled. I know, right? I was just telling Bricks that and asking what he wanted to eat tonight. I'ma see if Tia will let me fix a plate to take home, Mercedes said with a pout. Tia returned and got back to Mercedes' hair. Hey, Tia, can I get a plate? Mercedes asked with a giggle. Sure. You could take your sister some too, Tia said. Mercedes shot me a silly look. Out of curiosity, I asked, So where do you and Major stand now, Tia? I don't even know. He won't go away, but I told him Friday he could stay his ass in Oaktown for all I care. I'm sick of his ass. I know that's right, I co-signed. Don't get me wrong, I love Major, but I think I stopped being in love with myself like I should because of him. I've been giving so much of myself and just not getting as much in return. I'm at a point where I'm ready to start being in love with me again, even if that means letting his ass go. Right, Mercedes co-signed as if she had been through so much in life. I said, girl, hush. But that's how I had to do Amari's daddy, Mercedes stated. I'm too young and going through all that with him just ain't worth it. I hate I even got with him and got pregnant. He's a jerk. Tia said, yes, girl. I'm glad you can see through these niggas shit at an earlier age. Save yourself some heartache. Yeah. Tia was fed up. 
The front door pushed open and in walked Tia's little twin, followed by a woman I immediately recognized. Why you got this door unlocked? Dina asked with a frown on her face. Tia ignored Major's mama and greeted Rand excitedly. Hey baby, you're back home. I missed you. While Tia and Rain hugged, Dina stared at me as if she was trying to figure out where she knew me from. Maybe she was just surprised to see me at Tia's, but she knew who the hell I was. And I hadn't been one of her favorite people ever since I came into Bricks' life. But just in case she wanted to be stupid, I decided to help her out. Hello, Miss Dina. How you been? I asked cordially. She was hesitant. Hey, I'm good. I know I know you, but I can't put my finger on it. You want a Tia's friends? I laughed. <laughs> no, I'm Charmaine, Bricks' fiance. Her eyes darkened, but she tried to remain composed. Oh yeah, I didn't recognize you without all that makeup you usually be wearing. Was that a jab? Because I swear she had a face full of makeup. Yeah, I felt like being fresh faced today, I said. Dina glanced at Mercedes sitting in the chair. She asked me, you getting your hair done too? Not today, but I am in a couple of weeks when we get ready to go on the Miller annual camping trip. I figured Braves would be better being out there in nature, I said good-naturedly. Dina smiled with a distant look in her eyes. Oh yeah, I remember those trips. You know they granddaddy and his family started that. Trevor's still keeping that shit going, huh? Yeah. I guess she needed to remind me that she used to be a part of the family too. In some ways, I think she considered herself to still be family, considering that she was still cool with some of Bricks' female family members. Dina asked Tia, are you a major going this year? Tia replied, I don't know nothing about it. I said, y'all should come. It's actually fun. Have you seen Brix's RV? It's huge and we have a blast on that thing. Rain ran off to go upstairs to her bedroom and Tia started back on Mercedes' head. Those look good, Tia. How much you charge me to do me something like that? Dina asked. But I don't want that color at the ends like that. I don't know. Tia mumbled. I sensed that Dina wasn't one of Tia's favorite people either. Dina looked around the living room as if she was inspecting it. Major said you're keeping this place a whole lot better than the apartment. It looks nice in here. And what you in there cooking? It smells good. Dina walked into the kitchen and Tia mumbled something under her breath that I couldn't make out. What's this meat you got in these greens? About time you cook it for my son, Dina said from the kitchen. I always cook. Tia said lowly, and it ain't for him. Dina came back. What'd you say? With an attitude, Tia repeated, I said I always cook. Your son hardly be here, and when he is, he's always complaining about how I cooked it. Well, learn how to cook it to his liking. Cook it right. No, she didn't. I knew it was the reason I didn't like Dina. The lady was close to being 50 and looked fabulous. She could almost pass as my older sister. There was nothing about her to scream she was about to be half a century in a few years, but everybody said that she had one of the nastiest personalities. I cook it right, Tia countered. It's just Major's a chronic complainer, which he gets honestly. Oop. I don't know what that sentence means. I mean, I don't know what the oop means. I know that. I, I know what the fuck oop means. Oop means you just got hit. Direct blow if this was fucking battleship. She just hit your battleship. Uh, but it's just Major's a chronic complainer, which he gets honestly. Makes it sound like it's something he understands. He gets it. Um, I would think she would have been saying, I don't know where he gets it honestly. Or I think I know where he gets it honestly. But I don't know. Was that a dig at me? Dina asked amusingly. 
Take it however, Tia said, never losing her rhythm with Mercedes' hair. Dina shifted her weight and stared Tia down. See, that's your problem, Tia. Your mouth. It's why you and Major be having problems now. You'd be a lot happier if you learned how to be his woman and stop trying to be me in his life. Tia asked, What do any of that have to do with you insulting my cooking? Well, I'm talking about your mouth now, little smart-ass heifer. Okay, Dina, Tia sighed. Just then, Tia's son came downstairs. As if I nor Dina or Mercedes were in the room, he walked up to Tia and asked, Is the food ready? So, you can't speak to me, little boy? Dina inquired. Taj mechanically spun around to address Dina. Oh, hi. And how have you been? Still pissing in the bed? Dina asked. God damn. This lady was crazy. I couldn't wait to tell Bricks all this. Tia spoke up. Don't worry about what he's still doing, Dina. He's all right. She addressed Taj. Go on back upstairs and I'll call you on rain when it's time, okay? Dina didn't wait before Taj could make it all the way upstairs before she said, That's what's wrong with him and why he's still peeing on himself. You baby him too damn much. He won't ever stop pissing the bed as long as you treat him as if he don't have to grow up. You would know, Tia remarked. Mercedes stifled a gasp, but her eyes grew with amused shock. And what's that supposed to mean, Dina asked. Because my son didn't piss a bed at his age. Maybe not. But you baby major, and that's why he doesn't know what being a man means, Tia retorted. Oh, damn. It wasn't my job to teach him how to be a man. It was his daddy's, but he was too busy chasing tail in the streets. Did she look at me? I knew she wasn't looking her ass at me. Yeah, yeah, Tia dismissed. Now she stopped braiding to look at Dina directly. Major is 30 years old and should have figured it out by now, even if he wasn't taught. No one should have to remind him that the shit he does isn't something a real man would do. But he doesn't care because he's got people like you cheerleading his bullshit instead of putting him in his place. Did he not call you Friday night when we got into it? Yeah, because you threatened to put him out. A man shouldn't have to get out of a house he's paying bills in. And on top of that, it's a house his daddy put him and you in. The fuck? Where'd they do that at? That's just it. Tia's voice elevated with emotion. He doesn't pay shit. And Brick's done this for me and my kids, not Major. Dina shook her head with a disbelieving chuckle. Don't be lying on my son trying to make him look bad now. That's what you're not fitting to do. Aggravated, Tia sucked her teeth and started back on Mercedes' hair. Okay, Dina. Thanks for dropping rain back off. Have a nice rest of your night. I wanted to laugh so bad, but I was impressed with the way Tia handled Dina. Most girlfriends bit their tongue when they came to their man's mother. You put me out? Dina asked. I'm done talking to you. Plus, I'm doing hair and my client don't need to be entertained with this nonsense, Tia said. She spoke to Mercedes. Are you okay? Mercedes nodded. Nonsense? Okay. I'll let Major know, Dina said as she headed to the door. Tia stopped to see Dina out. Dina had more to say. But this is why. Bye, Dina. Tia stated firmly as she held open the door. All right, Dina conceded as she stepped out. She was barely clear when Tia shut the door and made sure to lock it this time. Girl! Tia bellowed in frustration. I can't stand her! I laughed. But you handled her. She sure did, Mercedes agreed. I wanted to laugh so bad in that lady's face. Do you gotta go through stuff like that? Tia asked. No, and thank God. Miss Kidd is the sweetest woman ever, I said in reference to Bricks' mother. Lucky you, she mumbled as she went back to my head. She was doing Mercedes' head, not your head. So, 
Poor girl. I kind of felt bad that I was fucking her man. But then again, maybe I and the others were doing her a favor because from the looks of it, I know her and Major weren't going to last much longer. If another man who had his shit together and knew how to treat her came along, it was over for Major. I left to run some errands after that bit of entertainment. By the time I returned, Tia was feeding her kids and getting them ready for bed and school the next morning. Major hadn't made it home yet, but he had a lot to say when he called her. Apparently, Dina told on Tia. Tia, of course, ate his ass up. He then informed her that he wasn't coming home to her bitching and that he would be staying at his mama's house. Even though Tia said she didn't care, I could tell she was upset. By the time we made it home, my cousin Trinika had called me asking if I could meet up with her and some of her other family at this bar in celebration of one of their birthdays. Bricks watched me keenly as I rushed to freshen up and change into different clothes. Why are you looking at me like that? I asked. No reason, he answered. So how long you think you'll be out? I shrugged. Oh no, you know how Trinika and them turn up. Yeah, he nodded. But I didn't know Dina was really like that. I thought all y'all were just exaggerating, I said. I was still tripping off that whole interaction between Tia and Dina. I told you, Bricks laughed. The woman's crazy, but she hasn't always been like that. I don't know what happened to her ass. And don't you know Major sided with his mama and ain't even going home after he's been gone all weekend? Bricks shook his head in pity. That boy. So where'd he say it was going? He told Tia he was staying at his mama's, but I know he ain't. He probably gonna go lay with another girl. Bricks got quiet as a pensive stare took over his face. He spoke his thought aloud. That's why that nigga want to see if I got anything else available. Of course. Have you decided if you'd help him out or what? Do you even have anything? Irene said there's some vacancies coming up later this month. I may help his ass out because I know how it is when a woman feel like she got the upper hand on a nigga. But at the same time, Major don't do right. Would I be babying him by bailing him out of this situation? Or do he need to face his issues and correct him? Well, I said as I thought about it. He's your son at the end of the day. T isn't related to you. Rain is. By helping Major, you're also looking out for Rain. If that's the case, then the townhouse she's living in, we should have just got that shit from Major, right? Yeah. But Major didn't know Tia was going to start with the shits after his people helped her with the townhouse in the first place. Bricks frowned up. Whose side you on? Because one minute you act like you feel bad for her, and then it's like you want me to help Major. Nah, I really don't have a dog in the fight, I said. I couldn't have Bricks suspecting that I wanted Major to have his own little place so I could chill with him over there from time to time. Besides, this could be the start of you and Major rebuilding y'all's father-son relationship. You think so? I nodded. Well, I'll think on it some more. I guess I'll order me and the twins something to eat from somewhere. Are you going to eat at whatever place y'all meet at? More than likely, I said. And Mercedes got a play from Tia. I think she go on for Lexus, too. I'm fitting to see. Let me know when you get ready to walk out the door, though. Okay. I watched them exit our bedroom. Then I fetched my phone from my purse. I sent Major a text. Come meet me tonight at the Sapphire Lounge in about 40. Major, bet. Chapter 18, text. Tia, 7.29 p.m. Are you serious? Tia, 7.31 p.m. You really gonna stay at your mama's like some little boy? Tia, 7.50 p.m. You know what? I'm done. I'm done with all this. I'm done with you. I'm ready to be by myself. So when you do show up, make sure you get your shit and be your mama's permanent roommate, you nothing ass bitch. Tia, 
8.04 p.m. Trust and believe I'm going to be all right. Major, 8.29 p.m. You need to go head on with all this. You was real disrespectful to my mama, and that ain't going to fly, little mama. Tia, 8.34 p.m. Oh, now he responds. Tia, 8.35 p.m. To hell with you and your mama. Major, 8.41 p.m. Stop texting my phone. Tia, 8.43 p.m. Or what? Tia, 8.48 p.m. Go on back to your bitch. Major, 8.53 p.m. You call my mama a bitch now? Tia, 8.56 p.m. No, stupid. You ain't even with your mama. You at some bitch's house. Major, 8.59 p.m. I am at my mama's, dummy. Tia, 9.01 p.m. Be with whoever, because I think it's time I get with someone else, too. Being loyal to your ass ain't done me no good. Major, 9.04 p.m. You probably already been with the nigga. Tia, 9.06 p.m. I wish. Then maybe I wouldn't be so lonely all the time. Major, 9.07 p.m. Don't get fucked up. Tia, 9.10 p.m. You have a good night sucking on your mama's titty. Two-finger peace sign emoji. Major, 9.16 p.m. So do you want me home? Tia, 9.19 p.m. You don't even want to be here, so I'm done. Major, 9.22. Well, fuck it, Tia. I tried. Tia, 9.23 p.m. Middle finger emoji. I love those text message chapters. They're so quick. Chapter 19, Bricks. After Charmaine left, I made sure Mercedes and Lexus were cool. Amari had passed out for the night long ago. 25 minutes later... I was parking my Audi in Jade Street Townhome Visitor Parking across from Unit C-19. Before exiting my car, I called Tia. Hello? She sounded a little dejected. What's up, love? Nothing. What's wrong? Just a little irritated. Do you need me to fix it, love? I don't like when my baby sound like this. No, silly. I can hear the smile through the phone. You can't fix this anyway. It's just people get on my nerves. People will definitely do that, but don't let them get to you like that. You know how I feel about people disturbing my peace of mind. Fuck them. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to take on that mindset. You know people be fucked up and trying to project their issues onto you. Did Charmaine tell you what happened or something? I laughed. You know she did. Y'all women love gossiping. Whatever. I hated that her and Mercedes even had to witness all that. Major and Dina are so much alike. I already know. Wait, where's Charmaine? How are you able to call me? After she came home, she went out to hang out with her cousins. By the way, you did the damn thing on Mercedes' hair. Yeah, my baby did that. Thanks. I can hear her blushing. I asked, so since you answered, it must be true the major ain't there, huh? Yeah. He claims he's staying with his mama tonight, but I don't believe that. Do you care? Not really. I'm kind of glad he ain't here because we'll be arguing anyway. It's peaceful when he ain't here. Good, because I want to see you. Bricks, she said firmly. Didn't we see each other the other day? As a matter of fact, didn't I come see you every day I got out of school this past week? Okay, I didn't know I have a limited amount of times I could see you. My fault. Under normal circumstances, you wouldn't. But you know it's risky. I got out of the car, and I was sure she heard the dinging of the car door. Me shutting the door and hitting my alarm. I said, It isn't risky when... Are you getting in your car or something? She asked. No, I told her as I made my way to her door. Bricks, please don't be coming over here. Why not? I knocked on the door. She gasped. I know you're not at my door. Bricks! 
I could hear her moving about. Moments later, she was swinging the door open. Are you serious? She asked, trying to contain her grin. She stepped aside to let me inside. She ended our call on her phone while locking the door. You need to get one of those ring things for the doors, love. Yeah, I know. I mentioned it to Major Ann. Well, never mind. She walked over to one of her end tables to switch on a lamp. Her sexy, thick ass wearing a plain lavender colored v-neck nightshirt with bare feet displaying neon pink toenails. Her nipples poked through the fabric, teasing a nigga. Were you upstairs? I asked, taking a seat on her sofa, unable to take my eyes off her. Yeah, I was in the bed. I reached out for her to come to me. Without hesitation, she obliged. It was amazing what a few weeks had done to weaken the wall she had built up. The wall wasn't anywhere near demolished, but I was working on it. Between breaking her back in and our deep conversations, she was becoming a little more trusting of me and less resistant. I pulled her down and straddled my lap and faced me. Impulsively, we locked into a deep kiss. It continued as our hands began to roam. All I wanted was to get to her pussy. It did something to me every time my fingers found their way to her opening and I discovered how wet she was. I often wondered if it was just how she naturally was or if I had something to do with it. Either way, I loved the shit. As I played inside her pussy, she moaned her objection. What are you doing, Bricks? You know what I'm doing, I whispered. Are the kids asleep? She nodded, then asked, What if Major pop up? Then he'll just walk in on me planting your juicy ass pussy. She giggled. He's stupid. No, he's stupid for leaving you alone like this. If he only knew. She began kissing on me again. I loved how free she was. How erotic and sensual she was with me. She didn't mind exploring and finding my erogenous zones, pleasing me just as much as I pleased her. Sexually, we were very compatible. Now, I was finding it hard to be in the same space as her without being aroused. Lately, the last thing on my mind when I laid down to sleep was her. She took up residence in my head 24-7. I was always wondering how she was doing and what she was doing. And when my mind would wander to her and Major possibly being intimate, it would piss me off. I didn't want his ass with her, which is why I was going to help him with that apartment. I didn't want him over here with her. I knew it was selfish of me, but fuck it. Once her hand slipped inside my joggers and drawers, she gripped my dick and started stroking. He was already waking up, but at the touch of her soft hands, he was on brick and ready. She kissed and sucked on my neck a few more seconds before dipping down to put her mouth on me. Again, even the way she sucked dick was erotic, but very skillful. She knew exactly what she was doing, and she was very attentive. She sucked dick with purpose, inciting specific responses from me. And when she got them, she made sure to keep doing whatever it was she was doing to keep getting those responses from me until I was about to bust. But I didn't want to bust right now. Before getting there, I stopped her and hopped up, forcing her around to face the sofa. I stood behind her and she positioned herself perfectly. I snatched her panties down enough so I could get all up in her velvety wet warmth. Her right leg began to tremble as I propelled myself into her inch by inch. The pussy seemed to welcome me in with a nice snug fit and the fact that she was spasming around me didn't help matters any. It was something about hitting her from the back that made a nigga lose control. I loved the sight of her ass bouncing and jiggling all over the place. The way that her ass sounded slapping up against my thighs, and the sounds her wetness made was something I looked forward to hearing. And if I came all the way out, then ran back in, her pussy would get to talking back to a nigga. It was the sweetest sound.
She tried her best to stifle her moans and cries. She even buried her face into the cushions of the sofa to muffle herself. I could tell she was loving it because she started throwing that ass back like she was twerking on a nigga's dick. I was in love with this girl. And it wasn't just the sex. It was all of her. I truly enjoyed being in her presence. I loved her mindfulness and how affectionate she could be. A major could complain to other motherfuckers about her all he wanted. But the shit he complained about, I hadn't seen of her. She was sweet and loving. Demure. Most days when we saw each other, it was her simply wanting to bring me lunch or something. Acts of kindness. Let me say this though. Charmaine was that type of woman too. But I found it to be more performative than genuine. And I knew she was doing it because she felt she had to rather than she wanted to. This is why I was ready to put an end to all this pretend shit. I wanted to free her ass and let her do her. I came inside Tia without letting her know. Or at least I thought she didn't know. As soon as my shit started to soften, she looked back at me with a disapproving stare. I don't know why he keeps doing this shit. Like, literally. Consent, nigga. You're in good, but you keep having this problem with consent. Like, you can't just come in somebody without getting consent. I know you didn't. I gave her an apologetic smirk. Again, she acted like she was upset. What'd I tell you about that? What? Your pussy shouldn't be that good. She pulled away from me, causing me to slip out of her. She rolled off the sofa and stepped around me, heading to the half bedroom around the corner. With my joggers around my ankles, I followed her up in there. She glared at me through the reflection of the mirror. She lathered up a wash rag with soap. What? I innocently asked. Are you trying to get me pregnant? No. Just go get some birth control, I told her. I will, she mumbled. Why aren't you on any anyway? Major can't get nobody pregnant. How was that? And he thought little Major, Tutu, and Rain were his. Not to say that they were confirmed, though. Because I knew for a fact Rain was not his. She was mine. You still be fucking Major? She averted her eyes and shook her head. When was the last time y'all fucked? Why? I want to know. I don't know. When was the last time you and Charmaine fucked? Maybe two weeks ago? She gave me a dubious look. I find that hard to believe. You ain't gotta believe it. But y'all had such a perfect life together. Why wouldn't y'all have a consistent, active sex life? Especially considering how many times we've been intimate, so I know you putting it down with her. Like you said, we've been fucking. A lot. Them other days, a nigga need to rest up. I ain't no spring chicken no more, but I still love fucking. And shit, I don't know. This right here is exciting. You turned me the fuck on and you know that. Charmaine and I gotta work through some shit before I can feel that way about her again. Tia's eyes saddened. She finished cleaning herself in silence. When she was done with herself, she proceeded to watch me next. I could tell that my wording had thrown her off. Tia, I'm not saying that's what I want. But it's okay, she assured me. I let her finish cleaning me, following up with a towel for me to dry off with. She left out of the bathroom before me and went to the right into the kitchen. When I stepped out, I knew the place to use wash rag and towel in her laundry room's designated dirty laundry basket. Considering I had been over many times when Major had her upset, I could say we pretty much were falling into a routine. Tia, can I ask you a question? Sure, she said. She walked over to the refrigerator and asked, You want anything to eat? Drink? Actually, I could eat something. Instead of pulling out food, she pulled out what seemed to be a plate already prepared, wrapped in foil. 
You already fixed me something? She smiled. Yeah, I put it aside to bring to you tomorrow. But since you're here, you can go ahead and eat it now. Thanks, love. I tried to take it from her, but she held it away from me. Sit down. I'll warm it up. Ask me what you're going to ask me. I took a seat at the table and asked, Do you enjoy catering to your man? After punching the buttons on the above-range microwave, she turned to me with a confused expression. Why do you ask? Well, I'm trying to see if you're the way you are with me because you feel like you have to be because of everything I've done so far for you. And in order for me to do what I said I want to do for you later on, you feel like you got to keep it up. She shook her head emphatically. Nah, it's never been that, and you know it. I don't mind being a certain way with my man if I can get the same back. Once I see I ain't getting it back, then that shit stops. I nodded my understanding. Once my food was heated, she placed it before me with the silverware. Then she fixed me a glass of her sweet tea that reminded me of the way my grandmama used to make it. That was the other thing that I loved about Tia. She had a wholesomeness that Charmaine lacked. Her charm came out and even the way she took her time with the food she made. She put her soul into it, and if she wasn't pursuing braiding hair as a profession, she could definitely open up her own eatery. You know what I've realized? When people are cheating, because that's what's happening, when people are cheating, when they're in a relationship like this, when they're having an affair, they usually find fault in the other person and then they find that it's fixed in the new person. But that's always what happens when it's new and it's strange and it's happy and it's fun and it's fleeting and it's exciting and there's danger to it. There's always opportunities to find good in the new. You know what I'm saying? New pussy, new dick, new relationship, new whatever. It's always great when it's new. But even Charday said it's never as good as the first time. And over time, the things that you find issue in with your old person, you might find with the new person because that's what you're going to be looking out for. Those are going to be the issues and the, the, the breaking points you're going to be looking for. And then what? What do you do? We sat there talking about a little bit of everything. By the time I need to leave... We had both made plans to check out the upcoming Halloween movie, considering we both were horror movie buffs. I hated to leave. Even more, I hated that I was definitely still in love with her. As of now, she was firm and not wanting to go to the next level with things, but I wasn't trying to make her a side either. She didn't want to be one herself, but she was still fuck with me and it was sending mixed messages. Confusing as fuck. So, I tried to convince myself that I was in this to have some fun, but my feelings were getting away from me fast. Just like they had five years ago. Honestly, I couldn't even explain why I was taking myself through this shit again. But the heart wants what the heart wants, right? And I wanted Tia's confused ass. I beat Charmaine home by 30 minutes. By the time she had walked in, I had already showered and had just hopped in bed. Hey baby, she said sweetly while smacking on gum. Hey, I said. I kept my eyes on her to see if I could see any signs of her being with another man. Did you miss me? Of course, I lied. I asked, did you have fun? Yeah, it was Pumpkin's birthday. We had a blast. I showed everybody pictures of Mercedes' hair. I think I got Tia some new clients. Aw, that was thoughtful of you, I teased. I said, but Mercedes' hair do look good. Oh, once those kids at her school see them, they finna be fighting to get in with Tia. What did you end up eating? 
Minute steaks with onions, mushrooms, and gravy. Homemade scalloped potatoes and green beans. Shit was fire, too. Sounds good, she said. Then she halted and her brow wrinkled in thought. Wait, where'd you get that from? I laughed to myself. I could be the pettiest nigga I knew because I knew she knew Tia made that for her dinner because she told me about it. Just to see how she would react, I boldly stated, Tia, actually. She stared at me, questioning me silently. What? I asked innocently. Tia? Major's Tia? Yeah, who else? After I tasted Mercedes and Lexus's food, I wanted my own, so I hit her ass up. So, did she come through here or something? I was out that way. You went out the house? You didn't tell me you were leaving. I countered. Was it a problem? No, she murmured, but left it at that as she disappeared inside the bathroom. See? Something wasn't right, and then she wondered why a nigga didn't want to fuck with her on a regular anymore. But I wasn't going to worry about the shit right now. I was going to close my eyes and dream about Tia's big booty fine ass. 916-633-1537, Ratchet and Ratchet at gmail.com, Ratchet Book Club on Twitter, Ratchet Book Club on Facebook. Leave a review on uh, Spotify, it only takes a few seconds. Leave a review on Podchaser, copy and paste that into uh, Apple Podcasts and copy and paste that into Good Pods. Uh, you could donate to the show at patreon.com slash single simulcast or at buymeacoffee.com slash sscast or on the Good Pods app. Uh, there's a tip jar. All money goes towards buying new books for the show and for buying movies for hindsight. Uh, and TV shows for the Return to Oswald podcast network. Thank y'all so much for listening. I greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. I'm going to holler you later. Peace. Outro to Ratchet Book Club is by That Kid Garan and it's called Goodbyes. You can email him at tkgbeats94 at gmail.com for more information on how to lease this beat. This is Single Simulcast.